Hey, y'all, should go and read a spiritual homegirl. It is not homegirl Thursday. It's currently Saturday. I have a uh, meditation makeover that I'm going to be doing in about an hour. Shout out to, uh, I don't know if you want me to tell her name, but shout out to my girl KK. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. She's um, going to let me uh, virtually recreate her space and get it right when it comes to properly meditating. And um, <clears throat> I normally do not go post or, or after Homegirl Thursday when it comes to doing my episodes. I've not done an episode in a couple of weeks and I've been working on providing some conversations that can kind of um, bring perspective in these kind of times. And I see that our world, our, at least for those that are in the United States of America, it is in motherfucking chaos. Let's just call it what it is, okay? And I want to elaborate a little bit more on it. Um, Homegirl Thursday again. No producer, no nothing. I ain't got. I don't. I mean, I may have time to produce it, but if not, the word got to be said regardless. But I just want to let y'all know that it is a lot of talk being. Um, it's a lot of talk being said right now by a lot of people who may or may not be informed on the issues with opinions you may or may not agree with. Regardless of what those people say, regardless of whether you agree with it or not, um, make sure that you always stand firm in what you believe and you always make sure that you are being true to yourself when it comes to feeling how you feel. Sometimes people feel a certain way and they get shamed into feeling like it's wrong. For instance, the whole situation right now with the chaos. Um, uh, with uh, the quote-unquote looting or what, what I'm calling uh, rebellion. People are saying, oh, that doesn't solve anything. And unfortunately, there are casualties in uh, situations like this. But I know some people feel ashamed because people have sat and said that what they believe is wrong simply because of the difference of opinion. My thing is this. Everybody got the right to feel how they feel. Okay? So if you really... I'm, and I'm also not into forcing things either. So if you really feel like something is wrong or something is right and you see that someone has said something different, don't feel like you should force thinking differently if you're not ready to. Sometimes people are going to change their mind either direction. I'm not saying which one is right because that's not what this is about. I'll, I'll kind of get to my personal beliefs on a situation once Homegirl Thursday comes around. Once the energy feels right to do it. But I just feel like people just, man, stay authentic in what you believe in there right now. Validate your own thoughts. Validate your own opinions. Validate your own, your feelings. You feel me? Like what feels right? Validate that shit. Okay. This is where we see in our world as spiritual beings that everybody's truth ain't the motherfucking truth. It's not. Their truth is their truth. My truth is my truth. Your truth is your truth. And they can all be correct because it belongs to us. It's our experience. Now, whether it's politically correct is different. Whether it fits in the, in the, in the, box, uh, the, the boxy societal ideals, who knows? But it is yours. Own it. And when you're ready to change it, change it. Don't force anything because somebody done told you. Now, unless, I mean, I ain't going to lie. If you're a racist or if you're a person who kind of doesn't believe in social uh, equality for others, I'm going I'm to break what I normally say. And I'm going to say you might want to uh, fix your shit before you end up on the wrong side of history. But everybody else that's, that's feeling like they have, you know, they're angry. They're disappointed. They're disillusioned. They're upset. They're feeling hopeless. They're feeling helpless. 
I know sometimes we get into this whole shit as quote unquote spiritual beings as being like, oh, you shouldn't feel that. That's low vibrational. Fuck all of that. The thing about this spiritual journey that motherfuckers don't tell us because they're busy promoting their own fucking brands and agendas and shit to get a dollar or to get attention or to get validations is because they, they got they got bills to pay. I understand. But what they lie to us on and they sell us a false dream on is that the spiritual journey is always happy. They think that because you awaken, that shit is just all of a sudden you're woke and shit is just open now. Now you get it. No, it doesn't fucking work like that. The way this shit has worked on my journey. And again, this may be my truth. That may not be the truth for you. I do know that this has been the truth for a lot of every single, honestly, every single one of my loved ones, my friends, online acquaintances, anybody I know that has claimed to be on this journey of quote unquote spiritual awakening has all said through various circumstantial experience, but the same in the same vein of shit ain't always sweet. And a part of the awakening process has seemed to be a common thread of seeing that what you thought was cool and safe is not cool and safe no more. The ways that we thought were okay and normal to live are not normal. You know, some of the things we've been taught to kind of shrink ourselves and kind of diminish who we are so people can't feel comfortable. That shit is not the move. We realize that sometimes we may have wasted opportunities or wasted time or wasted um, energy doing things that were not aligned and were counterproductive to our quote unquote awakening. We always find out after the fact because hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? But the common thread again is that things are not always okay. And that is okay. Knowing that things are not always okay is okay. That is how the journey seems to go for myself and many other people that I speak with. This motherfucker is fluid. It is not always beautiful baths. It's not always um, cute pictures of crystals and shit. It's really some ugly shit sometimes. And I just want to say before I I really go on and and I don't want to be late for my for my uh makeover, but my meditation makeover. Okay, it's not me making myself over, but you know, I just want to tell people like it's okay to confront that. I know some of us sometimes run from the ugly because we're taught that that's so low vibrational. I shouldn't feel this way, and they force themselves to get happy and things like that. No, no, no. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel like there may be some feelings of despair. It's okay to feel that. But my thing has always been, once we feel it, what do we do next? That's kind of, that's always been how I've been as a person. Because you're going to cry. You know, you're going to feel how you feel. It's just a matter of what do you do next, you know? But we can't quite get there until we acknowledge and sit, honestly, and really accept what it is that we're what we're dealing with denial is a motherfucking disease and when you deny shit and you ignore a disease like that time and time and time and time again it makes you sick it's no different than disease of the body if you ignore a tiny problem the problem gets bigger and you know and then next thing you know it you may need x-rays now because it's whatever it is has grown to where it's affecting other ways of your system's functioning. It's the same thing to me. Again, my truth. It's the same thing when it comes to issues of the spirit. When you deny something like that, you you consciously deny something. 
I think it's the same as, matter of fact, I, I relate to a cavity. It's like a spiritual cavity. You got a small little, you know, you might not be in fresh, you might not be, you might not be brushing the floss and you might have consumed, you know, some sweets, might not have, you know, properly taken care of some situations because you realize, you know, oh, it's no big deal. Again, denial. It's no big deal. I don't need to do this. And all of a sudden you have a tiny hole in your mouth, tiny little cavity. And you're like, you know what? It's just a little hole that don't hurt yet. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I get to it when I get to it. And, um, and then it kind of gets a little bigger, kind of hurts a little bit. You're like, man, fuck it. I, I, I won't go, I won't go handle it. I'll just go take some Tylenol, some shit, you know, just get the pain away. No problem. Then they say, you know, you need a root canal. Oh, well, fuck it. And I actually know somebody who actually did this with an actual, <laughs> with an actual tooth. And they actually ignored it until they actually had to get that tooth extracted. So what I'm saying is, and they had to get extracted because at that point it had, it had morphed into a rotten tooth. And you know, when you have rotten teeth in your mouth and you have open decay and infection, it can end up. Uh, spreading to different parts of the body and creating major health issues. So I'm saying all that to say about this this supposed imaginary tooth is that that's kind of how it is when we deny things. We Just because we deny some shit don't mean it ain't there. So when we deny our feelings of, of quote-unquote low vibration and shit, those feelings only continue to grow. It continues to get... It continues... To get larger and larger, the more we 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 acknowledge it, but then we try to push it away. And it comes back, you push it away. It comes back and it pushes away. But every time we push it away, it comes back stronger. And then sometimes for some of us, it can morph into a whole full-fledged breakdown. I know because it's happened to me. I used to be angry as fuck. Angry, angry. And I would deny because I was told that that's not a good thing. You're not supposed to feel like that. You're wrong. And I would deny it, I would deny it, deny it. And then... When one person would catch me on the wrong day because I had pushed it back so much, I would go full extreme because I had been denying the monster that had been there the whole time. The monster that if I had sat with the motherfucker and got to know him or her, I call it a her most times, that monster could have helped me move forward. So for those that are ignoring the monster, the quote unquote monster that y'all being conditioned to say is bad, like I was conditioned to say is bad, like a lot of motherfuckers on this social media be telling y'all is bad, fuck them, ignore them, please. Please think for yourself. Please reclaim the power to think for yourself and feel for yourself. It is not low vibrational to feel those feelings. The shit is normal. Now, what I will say is, and the caveat to that, in this current day and age, because I said, I said, you know, when we learn these kind of things, we tend to sometimes adopt what's being said. Now, when I look at some of the old episodes I've done four years ago, going on four years ago, I do talk about lower vibration behaviors caused by feelings. But my stance is always going to be low vibrational feelings, quote unquote, low vibrational feelings. They're OK to feel, but it's what you do with it to me that makes the difference. So I just want people to not be scared to quote unquote feel lower vibrational because honestly, the world is a hard reality. The world is full of suffering. And when you begin to get on this journey, at least for me, okay, I'm just speaking from my own experience. When you begin, or at least for me, when I begin to get on this journey, a lot of shit that I had not noticed in terms of the constant oppression and suffering of people became a reality that I could not ignore. I knew I couldn't ignore it in my own community because it was in my community. You feel me? It's for people that look like me. But when I started looking at it from a worldwide perspective, I started realizing like, wow, 
this is wow. Okay. As much as I say we are not all compatible, but we are all connected. It's unfortunate to say, but suffering as 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 incompatible as we can be on certain levels, depending on how you want to classify it, whether it's through race, whether it's through um honestly, shit ethnicity, depending on, you know, saying the, the complexity of the situation, um, income, class, social reputation, things like that. Even though there may be certain incompatibility, suffering is something that's tied us together. And it's a sad, sad reality. But what I have noticed is that that common thread of suffering has somehow found in certain smart, intelligent people the ability to unite and find some strength uh, or some type of strength and solidarity, some kind of unity in the midst of these supposed incompatibilities, right? So it's been really interesting to see um, how this has been going down. Um, a lot of people have been saying, oh, I predicted this. No, the, the motherfucking, look, <sighs> this is going to be an unpopular opinion. A lot of the shit that's being said about a lot of this shit, especially from an astrology standpoint, has been through books. Man, I read some shit. Matter of fact, let me find my motherfucking astrology book. Y'all getting the real. Y'all getting the real, real. I told y'all I wasn't trying to do this episode. Um, but lately, I've been trying to do episodes in a more organized fashion. But as we see from last time, it, that clearly did not happen because an episode that was supposed to be 10 minutes ended up being almost 40. So here we are again. Um, how long have I been recording now? Let me see here. 13 minutes. It's not supposed to be a five minute episode. Let me go to Pluto. Uh, let me go to Pluto and Capricorn right now. We're currently in a retrograde of Pluto, but the gag is the shit has already been, I, I got this information years ago. So I just want to kind of like put some, some, you know, like some game on y'all. A lot of this shit that all of a sudden is like these so-called predictions. It's been, it's been written, bro. It has. Whether you believe it was based through uh, sacred texts, whether it's the Quran, whether it's the Bible, the Torah, what have you. You see, that could be related to revelations. This right here, astrology, planets in the signs. Goddamn, go to, go to Pluto. Y'all bear with me, please. All right. If y'all don't know, Pluto was the planet of transformation. Um, and death, not necessarily physical death, but death through transformation, right? And um, this placement, we have been in this placement since 2008, okay? And this knowledge that I was given to by one of my teachers years ago said, this placement of Pluto and Capricorn, which is where we are right now, this is the placement indicative of the plutocrat and their role will be challenged during this year's of transit. Or these years of this transit. So the transformation, the ability for Pluto to transform is going to be challenged. We have been going through shit since 2008. During this time, the top 1% of the wealthy class hold the majority of the wealth of the planet and the divide between the classes has become wider and wider. Basically, the shit we're going through now, rich versus poor, quote unquote have versus quote unquote have not. That's something that's coming to a head. We're in 2020, so we are co- we're nearing towards the end of the transit. So it's getting more and more hectic. The tensions are rising. They're coming to a head, okay? In September 2008, the financial crisis occurred with the collapse of Lehman Brothers Bank. It is, I mean, come on now, recession. We know. We, we definitely know. We remember, unfortunately. It is interesting to note that Capricorn rules banks and financial institutions, and Pluto in this sign is demanding a transformation of the world economy. We see what's going on. They print out money faster than McDonald's got fries. Okay. The struggle for financial freedom will be intense. And this is a perfect example of the old energy resisting the changes brought in by new energy. Corporations and government powers are joined together. 
Y'all see what's been going on. Everybody been getting a bomb ass bailout, but the common people, which is us. The rich folks don't get it. I mean, the rich folks got theirs already. They cashed out on their little stimulus checks. They cashed on they on their business they own. They were able to, you know, if you had a corporation, you were good. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're really. I mean, the news. I mean, honestly, as much as I don't like to believe the news, we see a lot of stuff through real time too, and a lot of this is corroborated in our day to day life. And the exoteric, and according to this, which is the personality, exoteric is personality when you ever see that when it comes to astrology and esoteric spiritual, the exoteric personality and spiritual esoteric ruler of Capricorn Saturn, which creates structures is working with Pluto and Capricorn to tear down and rebuild all outdated structures that were created during the 20th century to be replaced with forms more suited to the ideals of the Aquarian age, the age of enlightenment. Yes. So they're basically saying shit is, is not working, bro. It's, it's misaligned. And y'all know how the game go when it comes to spiritual journeys. When you start resisting, it only goes harder to put you in the place you need to be. So that is why we're in the situation we're in now. During this transit, at least from an astrological perspective, okay? During this transit, you also have the Uranus square Pluto cycle that occurs every 80 years. Cycles, when it comes to squares, squares are basically tension points that have to be worked through. Depending on the sign they're in, it would determine if they're going to be like fixed or cardinal or mutable. Each cardinal, fixed, and mutable sign, regardless of whether it's in a square trine, uh, uh, sexy square, those kind of things, a sextiles, whatever aspect it is. Whatever uh, the nature is of, of those signs, whether it's cardinal, fixed, or mutual, that determines why it is that is. So let me see. Uranus square Pluto cycle that occurs every year, which is reflected in breaking up the crystallization of outdated forms. Matter of fact, let me go. Let me go to this real quick. Hold on. Let me go check my software. Because I want to, if they're saying crystallized, that sounds like a fixed sign. So bear with me, y'all. This is real time, real deal, holy feel, real shit here. No polish, live and direct, which I have not done in a long while. Let me see. Let me just look at this square. If I do this from Los Angeles today, right now, let me see what it says. Let's see where's Uranus. Yep. Uranus is in Taurus. Taurus is a fixed sign. That makes complete sense. Wow. The thing about Uranus is Uranus is supposed to help break from the past chains, right? So if there's a planet that breaks from past chains like a Uranus and it's in a fixed sign, which means it's going to be a little bit harder to move through the energy. Cardinal starts the energy. Fixed kind of stabilizes the energy. Mutable moves the energy through, right? So if the if the planet of Uranus is in Taurus, that's supposed to be a fixed sign. It's a square, meaning the ability for Uranus to help you break free is having tension with the planet that's supposed to transform. This is a part of why some of this shit is going on the way it is from a planetary perspective. Okay. So the last time this happened, y'all was ding, ding, ding during the 1930s, early 1930s, post depression. And it was a little bit harder between 2012 and 2015 because it had seven exact squares. So she was just kind of like, you know, tension after tension, after tension, after tension, after tension times seven. Now, when it comes to Saturn, because Saturn is the ruler of Capricorn, Saturn, in, and I remember being <laughs> explained to a Saturn in the very beginning as a little old man of the Zodiac, the one that's always like, get off my lawn. 
You can't have fun here. You got to do it this way. It has to be structure and order. So when it comes to Saturn, um, and, and, and honestly, I'll just aside, Saturn is about structure and, and discipline. Um, depending on how it's aspected, it can be a good thing or a challenging thing. I don't believe in bad aspects in astrology. And I have not talked about astrology in a long while because I have been studying it on different levels and I've been getting more into different systems. So I just don't want to keep pushing the same tropical shit on y'all. So this actual um, excerpt is more from a exoteric Western as well as esoteric, again, personality and soul-centered Western perspective. But Saturn is wanting to, again, like I said, create structures and build while Uranus is like, nah, fuck your structure. We're trying to break free. And and again, we want to build new, but again, we're in a, we're in a, we're in a square right now. So it's going to take time for that tension to work itself out. Let's see. Saturn. Let's see. Let's see. What else we got going on here? You know what's interesting about that? Even though Saturn's associated with Capricorn, the current transit of Saturn is currently in Aquarius. Uh, one degree, actually. So it may have just gotten out of Capricorn. So it's in one degree, Aquarius. You know, everybody knows Aquarius is about non-traditional everything. Um, so I think it's interesting that Saturn is creating in a, in a non-traditional way. Because it's about structure, but it can still create structure. But again, with what I just said about tearing down those structures, I, I, this this mess that we're in, it makes sense. And when I was reading this, uh, shout out to uh, Cyber Girl Online 87 April. We was talking about this a couple of weeks ago and I had found this and I said I was going to share this with y'all. And I was going to do it on IG Live and I said, you know what, no, I've not done a podcast in a while. And then I said, I'll share it on the podcast one day. And I guess the energy just said, just do the shit. So this is where I'm at now. So let me see here. Let's see what we got going on. Yep, it's working with Pluto. That's a conjunction. That's what it means when things conjunct. I'm looking at my software now, guys, in terms of the actual transits. It's currently Saturday, uh, May 30th, two, uh, 2020 at 629 is the day uh, in the time that I ran these transits. So I literally ran these transits real time. Saturn is also currently in ret- uh, retrograde phase. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. When it comes to retrograde phases, I was always taught that when it's retrograde, no need to fucking freak out. It just means that the energy that is normally directed moving is turned inward. So you kind of have to do a little bit uh, of a hack depending on what sign is in to get that energy through based on the, the aspects of what's going on. So let me see here. It's a, oh, it's a lot. It's a lot, y'all. I don't know if I have time to even talk about it. Because I'm a mix of teaching, books. And also what I already know. So it's kind of like I really love to do in-depth research. I don't like to get a software and just read the software and then be like, okay, this is it. No, no. I like to double check old school books. Some of my astrology books are 50 years old. So I like to kind of stick with the old school uh, when it comes to doing um, astrology and things like that when I choose to do it. So let's see here. We got a square between... Shit, it's a square between goddamn. It's a couple of planets. I mean, we got four planets in retrograde, so I remember correctly. It's a square between Jupiter right now, Jupiter and Venus, which is currently the both of their asses in retrograde right now. Let's see what else we got going on. So it's a conjunction between Saturn and Pluto, which is cool. 
We already know that. Let's see what else. What was that? Uranus. <laughs> Pluto in the second house. That's wild. Everybody know the second house, the money house. What we have. Interesting. Material things. Possessions. When Pluto, I was talking, when Pluto go through the second, that means money and possessions change. So this, this whole shit going down is just not surprising at all, bro. Let's see. What else we got going on here? Hmm. Okay, okay. This is wild. I can't believe people say astrology is fake. This shit be on point. All right, let's see. Mm. Uranus in the six, breaking chains of, of routine. Interesting. Okay, that makes sense as well. Shit, our routine has been fucked up since, what, March 17th? Hmm, okay. Well, we're currently in the teardown phase, y'all. No need to freak out. No need to freak out. I mean, it's, it's need to freak out. You know what I'm saying? But once you freak out, remember, you, we can only control what we can control. So if you got the freak out, honestly, I mean, shit, go ahead and do it, bro. Like I just said, you got permission. But just remember, like, you always have the ability when you choose to take the power of it. Because sometimes people don't want to do shit. They just want to just... Feel and it is they're not in the mind space to do it. I'm not gonna judge nobody for that. Sometimes you have those days, sometimes you have those weeks, sometimes you have those months, years for some. But when you're done, just remember we can only control what we can control, and you have the power to control whatever is within your control. This shit going on outside, it's out of our control to a degree where if we choose to voice our opinion about it, that's what's within our control. People that are choosing to protest and rebel, that is within your control. In terms of controlling how police and people is going to react, that is not within our control. You feel me? So I'm just saying from that standpoint, you can control what you can control when it comes to the things that you can't control. Yeah, it sucks. But you do know that there is something you can do when it comes to how you can do uh, whatever you want to do to contribute or honestly even take away from whatever it is, whatever you choose to do, you have the control to do it because it's in your control because it belongs to you. That power belongs to you, nobody else. So for those that want a spoiler alert, but how this shit might end when it comes to uh, Pluto moving and transforming and breaking and fucking shit up right now, rightfully so, Pluto's going to move into Aquarius. And it's going to be in this exaltation, which is going to be a cool sign for them to be in. Exaltation means, you know, okay, that's cool. Okay, this is a good sign for them to be in, the planet to be in. That's going to go down from 2024 to 2044. This is not going to be a quick fix. Like I said, the, this transit we're in now has been going on since 2008. So we have been dealing with this shit for about 12 years. And we've got another four years until we really kind of see what is really going to happen. So at this point, it's basically saying, you know... This is just based on what the books say about, and for some people, they may use intuition, but I'm, you know, I still feel like there's a level of some type of um, training that should be um, handled when it comes to sciences, when it comes to astrology and things like that. I feel like people should still, you know, make sure they do their studying as well as following their intuition, just making sure, you know, 
passion and help is one thing. Competency is another. They got to work hand in hand. You feel me? So with that being said, with Pluto being in this exaltation in Aquarius, it's basically saying the Aquarian age will start. And the new age will begin. The building will begin. And the principles of love will end up basically being re either reminded or being stated, if not restated. You feel me? So it's basically the rebuilding stage will begin here in Aquarius. And um yeah. When you know what? Maybe I'll do an episode about let me see. Let me see. Let me see something. Just out of curiosity, what would the transits look like if I made it May 30th, 2024? Same time, same place in LA. Hmm. Much different. Well, Pluto would still be in retrograde according to this. It would be uh, in Aquarius. Looks like that square would be uh, right to five. Some trines, some good energy flowing between. Uh, let me see. Let me zoom in on this. That looks like Jupiter. Let me double check that. Hold on. Double check all these lines everywhere. Looking at these charts. Okay, okay, okay. Yep, Jupiter. Jupiter is about expanding too. Advancing. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. All right. It's not going to be super pretty, but it ain't going to be as, as fucked up according to what this says. Let's see. Oh, I see. Is that a... Hold on. Not quite a grand trine. Hmm. It's going to be some other squares, though. But that's on some, like, Lilith. Lilith and Jupiter. Let's see. Trine. Mm. Yeah, don't. Let me see. What's that? Venus and the moon. Uh, those are okay. Yeah, it's not whatever. All right, it's nothing as super. It's not as many squares, at least not as many fucked up squares as I'm seeing compared to the chart that's going on right now. Um, let me run that back. Let me change the year and get back to my regular chart. Go back. Yep. Yeah, Square City around this month. Let me see. Is there anything else I want to say? I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't mean to take up all y'all's time. I really wanted to uh, just talk a little bit of something. And um, I talked a whole lot. And I hope that it helped ease some people's minds in terms of the uncertainty of what's going on. I hope people feel empowered to... Sorry, y'all. I think I'm turning the pages in y'all ear. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But I hope people feel empowered to feel their feelings as authentic as they are. Let's see. <laughs> interesting so when I'm looking at some of my handouts that I got from my mentor when they were teaching me Pluto when it comes to the, the uh, 
the the more soul centered like aspects of the planets. Pluto is divine will. <laughs> Ain't that crazy? Divine will is Pluto. Wow, I just kind of flipped it on accident. I have different appendixes and things like that for my appendices. Excuse me, appendices for my uh, for my worksheets. And I, that just so happened to kind of um, pop up, and I think that is very interesting given the timing of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Hmm. Looking at different, let's see. Looking at different um, aspects. Let's see. Looking, looking, looking. Hmm. Let's see here. God, that's so many squares. Y'all, I'm looking at this shit. And for those that are wondering where I'm getting my information from, I have a software called Astro Gold. I'm not a hater. I will give you guys the game. Astro Gold is where I get my software. And that's why I tell people to do your chart. Astro Gold is cool, but I always still recommend doing your own natal chart or learning about astrology with a workbook called Astrology for Yourself. It's more of a, of a blue violet color handbook. It's about $20. You can get it, $20, $25. It helps you walk through. Um, it's a very comprehensive uh, workbook in terms of learning your chart and learning astrology for yourself. Um, I've just seen the game where people have kind of paid their money for Astro Gold and then do birth charts for 250 And I just don't like that shit. And I just really want to encourage people to do your own astrology work if you really feel called to do so. Okay. Is there anything else I'm looking for? Sorry, y'all. Somebody called me. I'm so sorry. People, you know, I don't know. Every time I create, I always get an influx of calls and texts. I don't know. Maybe they're like, what's Maria doing? She doing something? Let me hit her up. All right, so that's one, that's two. Nah. That's low-key kind of a relief, to be honest. Let's see, that's another opposition. Nah, we don't have a grand square. Or a grand cross, excuse me. No grand crosses, as far as I can see really quickly here. I don't want to hold everybody up by looking at it. Because for me, I love to print out charts and... And connect the aspects and then like I have a I have a whiteboard here for those that knew me in Atlanta they would always see on my insta stories or Instagram I had a large whiteboard that I got from Lowe's if I remember correctly and I got the whiteboard cut and I nailed it to my wall and I found a big circle uh stencil and I would draw my charts on the whiteboard to help me learn so normally what I would do in this case is I would get my whiteboard, which I have now. It's a little smaller, but I may go get a larger piece um, just so I can put it on my wall up here in California now because I gave that whiteboard away to my sister. Um, but I am feeling the need more to, I guess, play on the wall and kind of see what the fuck going on. It's a lot, y'all. It's a lot. It's a lot, goddammit. But we're going to get through it, okay? Like I said, the journey... Let me get this cord off here it's rubbing against the paper okay the journey is so fluid y'all everything isn't always pretty on the journey in my experience and a lot of other people's experience can relate so if you're feeling like damn this shit is fucked up welcome this is a part of the journey for a lot of people i've i've never heard someone say the journey has been a hundred percent happy the whole time i just want to kind of just prepare y'all for those that are kind of like you know struggling with it it's okay for a lot of us it has been normal so it's okay to, to feel upset and feel conflicted. It's okay. 
Also, for those that are kind of curious about astrology, just wanted to give y'all a little bit of a uh, little bit of interesting uh, knowledge that my mentor gave me in terms of how astrology has helped. Knowing this knowledge years before this happened, um, the way I've always kind of looked at it is, again, I can only control what was in my control. So if this shit is on the way. Let me get my motherfucking shits together as best I can before, at least based on my chart, it, before this hits, you know? So I just wanted to kind of tell people like, you know, just the darkness can be just as transformative as the light. And we're currently in dark times. But just remember, Pluto's doing his thing right now. It's fucking shit up right now. It's trying to dissolve things with their planetary homies that we mentioned earlier to make sure that we have a better world for humanity. And it's going to take the, the, the takedown. The system is never beautiful. And I just want people to kind of remember if you can, when you're ready, because I know sometimes it's like you can't stop looking as much as I tell people to stop looking, turn it off. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can't. But when you choose to stop, just remember that. Just find some tiny, tiny, tiny piece of joy. OK. I went walking with my homegirl. And y'all know hummingbirds are one of my primary totems, right? I love them. And I always seem to see a lot of hummingbirds when shit is uncertain, right? I always see them, but I see a lot of them, at least 10 of them when shit ain't right. So when I seen it two days ago, I think it was two days ago, it was one of them times. Obviously, it's uncertain right now for everybody. And this hummingbird flies right past me. Like, you know, they fly pretty close. When this happens, they fly and my homegirl, I'm assuming it's a girl. My homegirl told him she, you know, she fly up to the branch and she just starts talking. I said, what's the word, hummingbird? She's like, and I just took that as she said, go find your ass some joy, Maria. It's a lot going on. Go find some joy. And I looked up and realized that it was a beautiful sun. Papa's sun was shining so bright. And I instantly realized that's the joy I'm going to have today. As small as it is, Papa's sun shining bright. That was my bit of joy. So I'm saying all to say, find your joy if you can, no matter how small. It could be in making sure you have enough money for food. That could be joy. Joy of having comfort of knowing you have something to eat or for those that have the capacity to do so maybe you can donate a meal that can be joy knowing that somebody can eat not because you did it but just knowing that somebody can eat i'm gonna go into another episode about why charity is low-key man i've been kind of reframing a lot of shit lately when i said i was working on a lot of things y'all i meant that shit your girl done went back to school i'm studying a lot of things i'm completing different trainings and and I'm just learning a lot more because, like I said, competency and passion go hand in hand, correct? And I feel like you can never stop learning to be competent. I feel like learning is one thing, yes, but experience is also a good teacher. So I believe in multiple ways to really be thorough in what we do, whether it's professionally, whether it's through personal development. You know what I mean? So it's always about just continuing to learn through experience and through training. And um, and that training can be formal or informal, by the way. I just so happen to have it going on right now both ways but um but yeah it's just been very interesting to see how all this has been going down 
put just, just any little piece of joy you got, yo. Find it, hold on to it, share it if you can, if you got the capacity. If you want to hold on to yourself, if you need to hold on to it for yourself because you don't have the capacity to share with somebody else, it's going to be an unpopular opinion. But sometimes you have to preserve yourself. Sometimes you have to. It's hard to give from an empty cup. And I know when it comes to the whole spirituality, we do get perspectives that say, Give, 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 give anyway. And it's like that to me, I just think it's counterproductive because I believe everything's an energy exchange. So if you if you're empty and you're giving the energy of how you giving, that's going to be transferred to that person. So if you have to take that time for yourself and just hold on to that joy and just kind of shelter off for a little bit to recharge and protect yourself and rebuild yourself, you're okay to do that, bro. Or sis, however you identify. Or they. Okay, if you don't identify with any of those pronouns, Um, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Just do what you got to do to feel safe. Do what you got to do to feel protected. Do what you got to do to be happy. And fuck everybody else that's judging, except if you're a racist, because fuck you and you got to do better, bitch. If that shit is over, that shit out, dog, it's out. That racist shit is out. So if you're a racist listening to my shit, if Black Lives Matter affects you, you got to fucking unfollow me, bro, because this shit ain't finna change. I'm black and it's not going to change. I just got to get that off my chest. As much as I, again, like I said, as much as I say I don't try to tell people what to do, I have, an, I have a few exemptions. The exemptions to that rule is if you're a fucking racist, you got to change your shit because your ass is on the wrong side of history and y'all whole entire shit ain't finna fly no more. Just letting y'all know. So y'all may want to tighten the fuck up and start realizing what issues you got that got you fucked up. Who programmed you? Why'd you accept that programming? Why you ain't deprogrammed? Why you choose to think you got a superiority complex but against people simply because of a skin color? You got you to gotta fucking do better. Cause that shit gonna change, like like whether you like it or not. Don't blame me, bitch. Blame Pluto, bitch. It's going down. Transformation is on the way. So with that being said, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Wow, I feel a lot better. I can't even front. It's been a wild few uh shit. This last thirty days been a hot mess. I said I was gonna talk about what I want to talk about today on Thursday. So whoop, I guess I gotta do a new topic. But if you have not signed up for Tribe Letter that goes out every Monday and Thursday, please check out spiritualhomegirl.com or spiritualhomegirl.shop. Or if you follow me on social media, you can find an email link in my link tree or in my Facebook page that says sign up for the email list. Again, they're coming out twice a week. I have a Patreon coming. People have been sending me random cash apps. Um, I did a video uh, written. Uh, what did I say? I was ranting and raving. And I said, you know, I dropped the cash app and somebody wanted to argue. And <laughs> I did it to be funny, you know. When you t- you know when you ran, you just be talking shit, you know, with a purpose. But somebody donated, and then a few other people donated, and was like, "Yo, that was some good shit." And I was like, "Whoa, okay." And then people were hitting me up saying, "You got a Patreon? I want to donate." And I was like, "Damn, I don't have a Patreon." And I was like, "You know what? Maybe I'll create one." So I might create some perks, um, some more personalized ways of um, really just doing things differently. You know what I mean? Like I, I mean, I do a lot of stuff, so I just gotta see how I'm going to fit into that. But for those that have donated to the cause without me even saying anything to ask, even though I was talking shit when I said, you know, arguing, if you want to argue with me, cash that spiritual on girl. Like that was a joke. But for those that really took time to like donate and give kind words and um, show appreciation for the work that I do, I really appreciate that because I really don't ask for shit. I have products and things like that. So I really appreciate those that kind of seen what I was doing and decided to do that. You know what I'm saying? I know we're in the midst of a pandemic, so things are going to, you know what I'm saying? Some people going to be able to have it. Some people may not. Should I may launch it? I may not. I don't know. But I do know that I do have a lot to offer, and I want to be able to offer in many different ways. Um, I mean, I, I do a letter eight 
times a month. I normally have what I have like what 100 hours plus, maybe 200 hours plus of content. So I do a lot of stuff. So it's just a matter of just finding different ways to kind of cater to those that really want to do uh, things more on a more intimate level. And then I have like, you know, my aromatherapy products. I can't even front y'all. I'm glad I have my foundational, uh, my foundational skills in aromatherapy and have been growing on that with my certification since I've got my certification because I have been out here essential oiling my ass off. Okay. First off, I use my own inhalers. I love it. My inhalers work. That's why I decided to sell them. I said, oh, this shit's so dope. So I did the test run. Like I said, I sent a few of them out for free. They end up working. So they work for me. So I'm I'm really happy that it works for a lot of y'all. Some of y'all been hitting me up saying, yo, I didn't even share my free pack because I need all these shits for me. That's cool. But if you want to share it, it, I hope it helps somebody else. But thank y'all for the feedback y'all been giving me on those uh, inhalers. Um, what else has been going on? Oh, my meditation makeovers. For those that got the free meditation guide, thank y'all so much. Like I said, I do a lot of stuff for free. Um, you know, and I'll be offering some things that may, you know, may or may not be free in the future, depending on how, you know, what goes down, depending on what spirit guides me to do, really, to be honest. But for those that have the free meditation guide, they got it at spiritualhomegirl.com or click the link in my bio on my social media. Thank y'all. I really appreciate y'all's feedback with that, too. Meditation is very important and it helps us center. Um, for me, I've always had a strong meditation practice, but I've been increasing the amount of times I have been meditating due to what's been going on because it allows me to really tune the fuck out of what's going on in the world. I literally put my phone on airplane mode so nobody can reach me and I have my tongue drum and I play it and I play it and I play it and I play it until I'm done. And next thing I know, I feel like I have, I've woken up into a new day. That's what meditation does for me. Every effect will be different. But it's damn sure effective for me. So if you are curious about how to meditate in less than a minute, because some people have problems getting their mind ready because there'd be so much on the brain, like the trauma of the world and the chaos and the mess of what's going on, whether it's, you know, in our own lives or whether it's collectively, which could be for both of, you know, for both aspects right now. um, I have a trick that helps you kind of at least trick your brain for a minute to kind of get your mind off of that. So. That is what I want to offer people that, you know, maybe on the fence about meditating or may have tried and may have given up or may have been like, man, fuck meditation. I'm done. I don't want to do it. It doesn't work for me. I want to really encourage people to reconsider that and get that free meditation guide just to see if it'll work for you. If it doesn't happen once, give yourself some time. Okay, meditation is not some shit that is easy and comes overnight. Nothing is easy. and comes overnight. It takes time to develop. Okay, so give yourself some time. A lot of people that have um, that have been meditation students of mine have told me that they were trying to go 10 minutes first, first time. I'm like, that's too, that's too high of a goal. We got to be realistic. So I always say a minute is cool. Try a minute and a half, then two minutes, then two and a half and, and so on and so forth to go easy on yourself. So you're not putting yourself on a pressure cooker and that ends up influencing and being the first thing in your mind that you can't seem to shake when you're trying to meditate to calm down, you know? Getting peace is not an easy thing, but it is something that requires effort. And once we realize what gives us peace, it might be easier to maintain it once we realize what we don't want. And once we realize how we are able to tune out the things that don't so that we can continue to get what we want. You feel me? So, again, Facebook, Instagram, Spiritual Homegirl, YouTube, Spiritual Homegirl. What else? What else do I want to say? Is there anything else? No, I love y'all. I do. I love y'all so much. I really hold energy, good energy, love energy, healing energy for every single 
one of y'all. I fuck with y'all. I do. I really want y'all to come out of this so much more peaceful. And I'm not I'm not saying better. I'm just saying peaceful. Because peace is is like I said, it's hard to come by. In this world, it's very hard to come by. So I just really want people to please, 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 please be open to what I said about peace and joy. One little tiny piece of joy a day, y'all. Just just find one. Just one. Okay? Travel letter comes out Monday and Thursday. I said that already. You can sign up if you want to. Um, I already mentioned uh, YouTube spirit. I mean, shit, that's pretty much it. So... With that being said, I mean, I didn't say my intro, so I'm going to say it now. Uh, thank you for listening to the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast, where we are about bettering self and spirit from a apparently unscripted, unpolished, raw, live, and direct homegirl, just like you, perspective, in order to, uh, like I said, better self and spirit to empower community. And as I say in a lot of my episodes, when they're polished and produced, um, thank you for listening. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears for about once a week, and I hella appreciate that. I'm pretty sure this episode is closer to an hour. I'm kind of digging it because it's been a while since I've done it for an hour. You feel me? But with that being said, I love y'all again. I fucking love y'all. I love, love, love y'all. If I can give you a hug, I would. But again, trust the journey. Trust yourself. Don't let me or nobody else tell you what the fuck to do. Do what feels right. Do what's in your heart. Do what's authentic to you. Don't let nobody shame you unless you're a racist, bitch. Fuck you if you're a racist. And unfollow me if you do. And um, with that being said, I will catch y'all next time. Y'all next episode. Peace.